Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me as we dive into episode 16 and we pray our way through four different topics. We're going to hit some worship, Psalm 13, a personal prayer, and a prayer for our culture. So let's start with an opening prayer, and this week we're focusing on God's graciousness. Now, I'll talk about God's graciousness on my page. Apart from this, this week, every evening post will be about God's graciousness. I tend to think that this means something different than it does. And so we're going to focus on what it actually means this this week, and it's all about the grace of God. So we're going to read f- three verses from Psalms today, Psalm 8615, 103.8, and 145.8, and they are remarkably similar. So let me read those, and then we'll get right to prayer. But you, O Lord, are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. And the last one, the Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. I tend to skip over that gracious word but it's so, so important. So let's pray. Father, thank you for this time, for the ability that we can come before you, that we can join our voices in prayer, and that you want to talk to us, that you're just waiting to hear from us. And I ask as we go through this time that, Spirit, you would guide my prayers, guide my tongue. It feels like a Monday in all senses of the word today. And so I just ask that you would calm my heart, Focus my attention where it belongs on you and let this time be honoring to you, be glorifying to you, be pleasing to you. You are merciful and gracious. You are full of grace towards us. There is so much grace. My pastor said yesterday, an ocean of grace for us. You are slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. And these are your words. They are truth. Thank you for sharing those with us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so we're going to hit Psalm 13 today. Now, this is another Psalm of David's. Much of the beginning, first portion of the book of Psalms is written by David. This is a lament, and he asks, how long, repeatedly, how long? And that implies that there was a reason for God's abandonment of him. But David feels like this punishment should have been over by now. And the basis he's claiming for God to end this time is justice, that God won't punish someone more than what he deserves. We can think about this as a model prayer for someone who has felt God's judgment. Here we go. Psalm 13, a plea for deliverance for the choir director, a Psalm of David. How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long will I store up anxious concerns within me? agony in my mind every day. How long will my enemy dominate me? Lord, there are times when we feel like David, when we're thinking, it's been long enough. How long? Why do I still feel like this? And it's not only because of situations like David. Sometimes it might be because something that we're waiting for, an answer that we're waiting for, a circumstance to change, all different kinds of things that we can get to this place where we feel like, how long, Lord? I think there was a lot of us feeling that way 
in the first couple months of the year. And we're probably going to feel more and more and more of that as we get tired of our circumstances. And we cry out, how long? How long will we store up anxious concerns within ourselves? Consider me and answer, Lord my God. Restore brightness to my eyes. Otherwise, I will sleep in death. My enemies will say I have triumphed over him and my foes will rejoice because I am shaken. Lord David was talking about being in a situation with foes, probably. But he's asking you to consider and answer. Restore brightness to our eyes. Otherwise, we will die. Lord, without you, without your restoration, we will die. And no matter what it is that we are waiting for or longing for or thinking how long, Lord, for, you are the one who restores us. And we want you to consider us an answer. And David finishes with confidence. But I have trusted in your faithful love. My heart will rejoice in your deliverance. I will sing to the Lord because he has treated me generously. Lord, no matter what your answer to any specific need that we have, you have treated us so generously. We trust in your faithful love, and our hearts will rejoice in your deliverance. We will sing of your love because you have treated us generously. Amen. All right, so we have a new focus for the prayer for ourselves. Each week we switch our focus both on the culture side and actually on all on three out of the four of these. This week we're focusing on pride. We tend to feel like pride's not that big of a deal, but that's not how God sees it. So we're going to be praying this week that we see it, how God sees it, and that we recognize it in ourselves and that we are praying to be rid of it. So we're going to do that today in Leviticus 26, 19 and 2 Chronicles 26, 16. So here are those verses and the prayers. I will break down your strong pride. I will make your sky like iron and your land like bronze. Lord, this is you speaking to your people. You will break down their strong pride. You will make their sky like iron and their land like bronze. Lord, those are metals that are hard. You will break down our strong pride. You feel the same way today about pride that you did then. You were completely willing to break it in your people. And I ask for you to do that in us without the hard sky and the hard land. Soften our hearts to be willing to do the work so that we can avoid the punishment. Like, let's do it the easy way. Help us see in our hearts where we're carrying pride. And Second Chronicles 26, 16 says, But when he was strong, he grew proud to his destruction. For he was unfaithful to the Lord his God, and he entered the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. Lord, the first part of that verse, But when he was strong, he grew proud to his destruction. Lord, that seems like a typical progression. When we are strong, successful, when we have arrived, when we are gaining strength, we grow proud, and that leads to our destruction. Lord, break that cycle in my life. As we are praying, as others are praying with me, break this cycle in all of our lives. Lord, help us continue to get rid of prideful ways, to turn from pride, and to seek humility instead. Lord, as we gain strength, as we gain success, as we, in whatever areas that we are feeling strong, because it's not just all of life, we could be strong in one place and weak in another, but help us see those areas where we feel strong and leaning towards pride. Seek it out in our hearts and help us to be rid of it. In Jesus' name, amen. We're praying for 
wisdom this week in the area of race. And if you follow along with our teaching broadcast that we do just after this, God's Wisdom for Today, we're talking a lot about wisdom as we're thinking about where to go next in this particular prayer sequence. We've prayed for ourselves uh, over the idea of racism And now we need to look out into our culture a little bit. And as I do that, as I read more, as I understand more, as I look around and see what's happening out in our world, it's confusing, right? It's hard to know what to do. It's hard to know what decisions to make. It's hard to know where to start. We watched 13th, which is a documentary about the prison system and race. And boy, you get done with that. And it's not inspiring. Like you, I left feeling helpless, hopeless. Like how can we possibly fix this problem? And so this week we're going to focus on wisdom, praying for wisdom. Race isn't the only area that we need wisdom. So we may slink off into some other areas as well. Slink is a bad word, wasn't it? Um, But that's where we're starting. So we're going to be in James 317 today. And it says, but the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. So wisdom we have defined in our other broadcast as applied knowledge. It's understanding and knowledge that is applied to life in really practical ways. Wisdom gives us the ability to make good decisions. So let's pray this verse. Father, we we need your wisdom. What's out in our world today feels overwhelming, and I know that part of that is because we've just had hit after hit after hit this year. 2020 has been a hard year for everyone. If it wasn't, we wouldn't be looking at this with humility and the need for you as an independent, uh, as dependent hearts. We would be thinking that we could do this by ourselves, and we can't. So help us to find your wisdom in our situation. So the steps that each of us in particular need to take— Help us seek your wisdom, have your wisdom, and recognize that your wisdom is first pure, it's peaceable, it's gentle, it's open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, it's impartial, and it's sincere. Lord, those things, like if our demeanor on social media, if our words to each other, to every other, like to to the others in our family and to the others in our community and to the others on social media, if our words and our wisdom was pure, peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere, how would our communities look different? Lord, bring that kind of wisdom to your people. A friend of mine, a former pastor, made a post about being heartbroken about your people arguing online and debating online in unhealthy ways. And I think about this verse, like, what if we brought into every conversation about race, about differences? What if we brought your wisdom that's pure, peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy, impartial and sincere? What if that characterized your people's voice? Lord, let that be true. In Jesus name. Amen. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me today. My heart, as we pray these scriptures together, is that we would all grow in our prayer lives and that God would use this time to direct your heart in your own circumstances and that he would direct my heart in my circumstances. I hope and pray that he will use these prayers in mighty ways. But most of all, I pray that you will fall deeper in love with the God who gave us these words that we are praying.